Greetings. Today's Advent devotion from First Baptist Athens is offered by Al Henderson. His devotion is based on the story from Luke 2, 8-20. Angels appear to shepherds, announcing the birth of a Savior. Hearing this good news, the shepherds hurry to Bethlehem and find the baby lying in a manger. Alan Hester provides the music to begin our devotion, which is followed by the reading of the scripture from the voice translation. Nearby in the fields outside of Bethlehem, a group of shepherds were guarding their flocks from predators in the darkness of night. Suddenly, a messenger of the Lord stood in front of them, and the darkness was replaced by a glorious light, the shining light of God's glory. They were terrified. Don't be afraid. Listen, I bring good news, news of great joy, news that will affect all people everywhere. Today, in the city of David, a liberator has been born for you. He is the promised anointed one, the supreme authority. You will know you have found him when you see a baby wrapped in a blanket, lying in a feeding trough. At that moment, the first heavenly messenger was joined by thousands of other messengers, a vast heavenly choir. They praised God. To the the highest highest heights heights of the the universe. universe. Glory to God, and on earth peace among all people who bring pleasure to God. As soon as the heavenly messengers disappeared into heaven, the shepherds were buzzing with conversation. Let's rush down to Bethlehem right now. Let's see what's happening. Let's experience what the Lord has told us about. So they ran into town, and eventually they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the feeding trough. After they saw the baby, they spread the story of what they had experienced and what had been said to them about this child. Everyone who heard their story couldn't stop talking about its meaning. Mary, too, pondered all of these events, treasuring each memory in her heart. The shepherds returned to their flocks, praising God for all they had seen and heard. 
And they glorified God for the way the experience had unfolded, just as the heavenly messenger had predicted. For me, Christmas is truly the most wonderful time of the year. Did being born six weeks early on December 12 have anything to do with my love for Christmas? My mother was born on December 26 and was convinced that I came early so that I would not miss Christmas of 51. I do not remember a time when I was not mesmerized with the Christmas tree and the lights. I've always been intrigued that Jesus described himself as the light of the world. Why do we like light? Why are we drawn to light? Seek light. There are countless memories. The year that my church put a Christmas tree on the front porch, and every time a certain level of giving to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering was reached, a bulb was screwed in. I passed there one night and saw the tree poorly lit and decided someone must have pranked the church, so I screwed all the bulbs in. How did I know this was not the plan? The many years of dragging my poor uncle over every inch of grandmother's farm looking for the perfect red cedar for our Christmas tree. The times my dad actually allowed me to crawl on the roof of our house to create a Christmas display for all to see. Why, I even created the facade of a church with steeple and stained glass windows. The year I put a huge cedar in our church trimmed in blue lights, which I thought would create the appropriate mood for singing Let There Be Peace on Earth. Of course, clear lights and Christmas weren't a thing at that time. In 2012, I did a lengthy presentation on the history of Christmas during an annual convention of collectors of Christmas antiques. I shared two photos, one of a little toddler boy sitting on the floor and tugging at the Christmas tree, and another of a little boy staring in awe at the nativity. I told the audience that I would like to think I was the boy staring at the nativity, but I was likely the boy pulling at the Christmas tree. There's just something magic, perhaps divine, about the evergreen and its symbol of everlasting life. Of course, there's incredible divinity in the nativity and its symbol of new life, of love, of everlasting life. I grew up in Wadley Baptist Church and was there most any time the doors were opened. I was exposed to much about the Christian life, countless Christmas pageants, services, etc. We did a lot of church that created lots of memories. However, the memory that rushed to my forefront of my mind was a television commentary by Mr. Jim Davis of Channel 6 of Augusta, Georgia, after I read today's passage. I was sort of shocked that this long-ago event was even stored in my memory bank. I am not certain that it has ever surfaced until now. You see, Mr. Davis was the Walter Cronkite of the Augusta, Georgia area. There were only three broadcast TV stations, and he was on Channel 6. I do not remember the specific year. Perhaps late in my high school or maybe early college days, I was up late on Christmas night. It was customary for Mr. Davis to give a commentary at the close of the news broadcast. I still have a vivid image of his persona, dark hair, black-rimmed glasses, and a voice that soothed the soul and flowed with conviction and confidence. There it was, a commentary on the Christmas story. Going out on the airwaves for our rooftop antenna to receive. It was free. What? This was public TV, not a Christian network. This was not church. 
There it was, the real meaning of Christmas being shared with me on a for-profit TV station by a person that the public greatly admired. I can still hear his voice as he described the shepherds, as he described the night, the stars, the holy family, the baby Jesus, and why he came into the world and how God loves us. I was mesmerized by Mr. Davis. I was struck by the real meaning of this, the most wonderful time of the year. I am so thankful for being in that time and place where a TV personality witnessed to me the power of Christmas. I decided to Google Mr. Davis, and what I found gave me some insight on really who he was. He had an incredible and remarkable professional life. He served in the Navy in World War II. He served the Red Cross, the Rotary Club, the American Cancer Society, the Augusta Opera, numerous boards, among other things. His obituary is lengthy describing his varied life. Most of all, though, he was a Christian. He was a deacon, elder, and trustee of Reed Memorial Presbyterian Church of Augusta, where he taught Sunday school for many years. In his retirement, Davis helped tell the history of Reed Memorial and its connection with President Eisenhower. My life is now richer because of this opportunity that called up a memory of a TV news anchor that made a huge impression on my life. Consider this. Who or when did the real meaning of Christmas enter your life and make a lasting impression on you? Lord, as we continue through this Advent season, help us to pause and remember the real reason we celebrate or should celebrate Christmas, that Jesus is the light of the world and that we are to shine the light on those around us. Amen. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee.